Hello, and welcome to another command performance of We Only Look Thin. I am Katherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I have lost over 100 pounds. I'm an inspiration yeah. and a coach of many things. And with me today is... <laughs> Donald Weigel. And I have been commanded by the queen herself Oh, uh, to be here. Uh, we've both been commanded. Uh, I, am, uh, I have lost about 100 pounds and uh, kept it off for about five years. And uh, we're here to talk about it. Yep, it it has been easy and breezy. (laughs) In the Northern Hemisphere, it's springtime. I think by the time this comes out, it will actually officially... Yeah, it'll be officially spring. It's probably a hair before spring as we record it. Yep, the daffodils are dilling... Yeah. And the tulips are tuliping. The daffodils are daffing and dilling. <laughs> and dilling. <laughs> they're being daffy while they're dilling. Exactly. And uh, it is spring has sprung, and uh, some people around the world right now are recognizing that it is the time of uh, Easter. Yes. And uh, Passover. Yes. And past Easter. If you're listening to this after Easter, then it's, it's and there both. Are probably people eating pasties. In, <laughs> Ooh, that sounds delicious. In certain but, parts of the world. That's where my uh, my head goes is is to the food. Yeah, but last week we uh gave you with the we only look thin players, we gave you the Walt 10 commandments. Yeah, the 10 the 10 Walt commandments uh Walt-mans. as we call them. And uh what they what they are were was roughly 10. I don't know exactly we how don't many know. there actually were. So many, we're uh, not counters. Roughly 10 principles by which uh one can achieve uh lasting and sustainable weight loss. Yep, and we received I don't know Healthy. how many we received so much positive feedback. Oh yeah. There were lols. Yeah. There were more lols. Yeah. And please do people who more. said that we changed their lives and uh, in in one episode and between 10 and maybe 15 different commandments. Yeah. And they said please tell us more things to do. They said yeah. that in my mind because yeah. that episode hasn't actually come out yet. No, it hasn't actually come out yet and also uh it just turned out that I had so we had so much fun writing these that we wrote way more than 10. Like it's I so fun. I think I wrote I wrote close to 20. Yeah, uh, and, of them. and I wrote fewer. Um, so we're going to, again, command for performance, give you more commandments, uh, suggestions. Donald has more than yeah, I do. So, yeah, and here's the fun part. We have not shared each other's uh, lists. So I don't know what Catherine is going to say, and she doesn't know what I'm going to say. And the other fun part, the funner part, is that we've written them in pseudo uh, Bible times talk they already know that. They just listened to the last episode. Well, maybe they didn't. Maybe they're jumping in, like, hmm. you know, in, in this. Uh, this is another 10 Walt Mammoths. <laughs> the first one was the 10 Walt Mammoths. This is like like there was the movie 48 Hours, and then there was, like, like, another 48 Hours was the sequel. Or, like, there was Teen Wolf, and then and it then was Teen, Teen Wolf, Wolf 2, 2. But exactly. Teen Wolf 2 was, like, T-O-O because it was oh, it was a different guy. I'm... Teen Wolf, T-O-O. Like, so he's also Teen Wolf. So these are also... The ten Walt Mandments. The ten. Well, I'm tr- is there another way to spell ten? If you know, let us know because yeah. we want to know. But our uh, yeah, our uh, Walt Place uh, therapist uh, told us that we needed to keep our podcast spicy, yeah. and by doing so, it was to keep <laughs> secrets for each other that we only reveal. And yeah. and lo and behold. And the uh, other part of the spiciness was was talking in sort of pseudo biblical speak 
uh, which may also sound like Shakespeare or like a pirate. Yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, Donald has more experience in all of those categories. So I'm uh, I'm the wingman, which means Donald will be going first if todayeth. Yes, uh, with uh, t- from Todayica. And low, uh, and low. <laughs> and right. low. Why don't we get going, Donald? A- Donald is speaking first. Okay, okay so uh, my first one for this episode is. Thou shalt not give in to thine all-or-nothing attitude. Ooh, okay. Thou shalt keep in thine heart that anything worth doing is worth doing halfway or even just a little. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think that we as humans will often say to ourselves, well, I should run a mile, uh, but I don't have time to run a mile, so I'm just going to do nothing. Or I should go to the gym every day, but... I can't go every day. I can't go today, so I'm just going to do nothing. Or I should, like, meal prep from scratch, but I can't do that, so I'm just going to do nothing instead. But doing something is better than doing nothing at all. And and I think that getting over that idea and and getting over that idea of, like, I have to – if I can't do everything, I'm going to do nothing instead has been one of the foundations of actually achieving the goal and, and continuing to do it. Do you think Moses just parted part of the Red Sea? Like, <laughs> it, like, parted the Red Sea? So do unto others as you might do unto the sea, and uh, just do it halfway, because halfway is better than no way. Yeah, and look, obviously, when you have the time and you you feel the, the spirit move you, so to speak, <laughs> like doing, doing you know, the full board, doing how you think, like, is the right way of doing something, sure, do that. But when you can't do everything or you can't do it the quote-unquote right way, do it part way do yeah. it a little bit like if you can't if you can't do your 25 push-up routine do one push-up like the habit is doing the one thing set yourself a minimum or a uh, uh what were you calling it recently not a minimum a uh, oh a, uh, a standard uh, setting a standard set a standard for yourself that like okay i'm the kind of person who's going to do a five minute walk and if that five minute walk is a half hour walk okay even better but at least be you know set yourself the standard of the five minute walk and you keep doing the habit over and over again yeah i recently uh, someone mentioned uh, i'm doing some physical therapy on my hip uh, hipsises. Yeah. Uh, when I hip, you hip, we hip. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a really deep. And cut for a joke. really, I know, it was a little, yeah. like twenty years ago. Yeah. Uh, but I, uh, I wasn't doing it because I'm like, yeah, I don't have time. And you know what? I said to myself, I don't have time. I make time. And that's uh, right. But like the whole thing of like, well, I should be doing squats and lunges and you know, like strength training, whatever. It's like, you know what? I can start with stretching my knees and my hips in bed or like while I'm making coffee. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, part of the workout part, parting the Red Seas. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I know I'm like sort of beating a dead horse at this point, but you know, if you can't get 10,000 steps, that doesn't mean you should just get no steps. Yeah. Like get, do what you can. Okay. So my second one, and this one harkens back to a classic episode of this show. Hark, hark, hark and he. Yeah. Thou shalt not seek out the one weird tricketh oh. <laughs> that is the key to weight loss success, for it is surely a false idol. <laughs> oh, I like it. Knoweth that the way to true success is through burning more calories than thou consumeth. <laughs> is that like a burning bush or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
you know, I think that that people that we and I spent most of my life trying to find that one, like, what was that one weird trick? Like, what is the what is the key? What is the secret? Oh, my gosh. Like, what what is that thing that that's out there that I'm just missing that is going to allow the pounds to melt off with little to no effort? And and it turns out that that doesn't exist. Yeah, I know. I The other day, someone I know posted and it was this mysterious, like, I've changed my life. Without any explanation. And it was like, oh, I'll send you a DM with more information on my, the product I'm selling you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and like, I just, but that one second of like, well, obviously she lost weight really easily without any effort. And I still have those impulses. So I totally get it. But uh, I I had neither of those on my list. And so I give you uh, a virtual clap. Excellent. And, and just to, to put a bow on that second one, you know, I the no matter what diet you're doing, you know, science has figured out that what people are actually doing, like if it's intermittent fasting or paleo or or uh, or keto or whatever, what you're actually doing is burning more calories than you are consuming, and and that is ultimately the goal, and that is the way that you that you lose and maintain weight. And this is the way. Oh wait, no, that's a Mandalorian. That's thing. a Mandalorian thing. Okay, whatever. Not exactly from the Bible, but <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, exactly. uh, can I can I do mine now? Yes, you should do yours now. Okay, um, here we go. I'm gonna give this a shot. Remember thy way in day and keep it holy. <laughs> do not skippeth for holiday nor overindulgence nor time of the month. Thou shalt bear witness to trends and forsake single data points. Uh, mm. That is the like. Don't just. Oh no, I'm not going to weigh this summer because we're going away for a week, and I'll just start again in September. Yeah, data over time is really important. We actually did a great Zoom yesterday in Walt with Walt member Sarah. We'll call her Sarah. Yeah, but we'll keep the name. H out so it doesn't sound like her. Uh, yeah. But I'll, I'll just yeah. say Sarah with no H. A different Sarah. Yeah. Um. But we talked about trends over time, and it's so fascinating to see the points of our lives in the points on the scale of like, oh, yep, that was Halloween, and oh, there's Thanksgiving, and there's right. Christmas. And capturing the data is important, not focusing on the single data point, but rather trends over time matters. So say we all. Yeah, and a couple things I would like to add. You know, I, I have done this thing where I will say to myself, and I not just with weight loss, but if I don't step on the scale, then I don't have to face oh, yeah. the reality. And so- then I can still in my mind hope that maybe I didn't overindulge as much. Maybe I haven't put on as much weight as I think I have if I don't actually step on the scale and see the evidence of my behaviors. Yeah, like I don't need to look at the credit card statement right now. That's fine. I'll just, I'm sure the interest isn't that much. Right, yeah, if I don't don't check my bank account, then I don't have to realize how little money that I have. And then the other thing is, you know, to keep in mind, over the course of losing 100 pounds, like – I also gained weight a bunch of times in there. Yeah. Like it wasn't just a linear, you know, well, I started at a certain weight and then I just, you know, slowly kept losing. Like there were lots of fluctuations in there. It was just over time I managed to average um, about a pound a week for two years yep. uh, until it came off. Nice job. All right. Uh, so my next one is 
Thou shalt not endeavor to go on a diet for a finite length of time until a goal weight is reached and then declare that thou art cured and <laughs> return to thine old habits and behaviors. That is very specific and I completely agree and I don't have that on my list. Thou must remember that no finish line existeth. <laughs> thou shalt instead adopteth the lifestyle of a fit person and work on thine identity as a fit person. And that clap, nice. Yeah. You should bang on the podium, or what is it called when it the the, yeah, the, the churn the gavel? No. Oh. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You're supposed to bang on something. <laughs> I'm going to bang on something. <laughs> exactly. Um. So pulpit. Yeah. The oh, the pulpit. Yes, that's right. Pound the pulpit. Um. So I yeah, you're trying to make it a religious thing because it's the ten Walt Manments. I get it. So, you know, I think that I spent most of my life thinking that, well, I'll just go on a diet for a while. I'll restrict myself from everything I enjoy until I hit a goal weight, and then I'll be fixed, and I'll be done, and I can just go back to eating like a regular person. And anytime I would do that, I the weight would come roaring back on. Anytime I would like, and also it's very difficult to stick to a very restricted diet where where I was depriving myself of anything that I enjoyed to eat, and I could you know white knuckle it and and you know stick it out for a bit, but ultimately I could never really truly you know keep to it for the long term. Right, and I know you know we can do really hard things for a very short period of time. We can sprint. Well, I can't, but like other people, <laughs> other but people, can you can sprint, do really yeah. hard things for a short period of time. But if you have to exact a lot of effort and energy over a long term, it's not going to last. So easy does it, just like the 1970s bumper sticker said. Absolutely. All right. What's next? Uh, the next one is. Thou shalt be conscious of drinking thine calories, mm. and know that doing so will not leadeth thee to satiety. <laughs> also knoweth that partaking of calories in the form of the fermented grape or grain, sometimes calledeth the alcohol, can leadeth to impairment of one's judgment and leadeth to further caloric promiscuity. Oh! Okay, I've got a amen. I've got a similar take <laughs> oh, do you? on this. So hold on just a second. I'm looking forward to hearing it. Okay, so here I go. Thou shalt not commit caloric promiscuity, <laughs> but stay true to thine plan. If thou sippeth of the devil's nectar, also called hooch, <laughs> lunatic soup, or Beelzebub's robitussin, do so mindfully. And away from nourishment presented on platters, baskets, and of bucket. Beelzebub's Robitussin. I don't know. I was trying to, I looked in the Urban Dictionary and I wasn't super happy with the ones that I was finding. I don't even love lunatic soup because I don't want to besmirch anyone. Uh, but uh, Beelzebub Robitussin is like, they're also a great band, uh, a local band from Los Angeles. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. They're playing the Troubadour yeah, this weekend. It. It's just, for me, it's. Right now, it's not about the number of calories in a beverage. It's that loosey-goosey devil juice that, you know, makes me, like, excited about the food around me. Even if I don't like it all that much, uh, it leads to caloric promiscuity. Yeah, and, and you know, sort of the first half of, of my intention of this was, too, that I, if it enriches your life, certainly don't restrict yourself from, from drinking, uh, you know, sugary drinks or whatever, but um, you have... 
have to be, or at least I have to be, very careful. And for me, most of those drinks that have a lot of calories in them, it's not worth it to me to drink them most of the time because they don't fill me up and I'm adding calories to my life, but I'm not actually getting full from them. Yeah, we did an episode recently called I'm a Carby Girl, where we gave lots of tips uh, and advice on how to actually work things into your life because I agree, um, I'm not about restriction. I'm about showing restraint and making conscious decisions about the kinds of things I do want in my life, whether that's 70 calories of half and half each morning, which I'm willing to donate to uh, my caffeination, or if that's a weekly cocktail, make it so. Well, and, and I have to admit, I'm also kind of lucky because I prefer my like tea and coffee and things unsweetened. So I do have a little bit of a advantage there. Only all of us liked it. I know some people uh, uh, have to have it with sugar. It must be nice to be Donald. It must be nice. Nice job. So I, I, I kind of did one of mine, but you still have one of yours. So, okay. Um, uh, so I'll do another one then. Uh, Thou shalt prioritize thine sleep and partaketh in getting necessary rest. Thou shalt not watcheth just one more episode or <laughs> scroll on thine mobile device for just ten more minutes, but rather thou shalt turn off thine light, closeth thine eyes, and ventureth to dreamland. Oh! For when thou art not well rested, thou art muchest more likely to maketh impulsive food <laughs> decisions and skippeth thine exercise. This cannot be stressed if enough. <laughs> Wow, you sounded yeah. you sounded really official there. I think. Uh, Thank you. That's a that's a good one. I did not have sleep on mine, so yeah. I don't know if adding if is is actually it's, authentically so, biblical, but it makes it sound more biblical. If you don't right? snoozeth, it makes it sound more loseth? Old Testament. Wait, right? snoozeth. Yeah, if you okay. don't snoozeth, snoozeth. You. Lose I can't it. pronounce it. Yeah. No, you're doing a fine job. Oh, thank um, you. I uh, so. You know, I think that this is one of the things that I like to talk about a lot because I think people don't talk about it enough. And one of the keys to long-term success is really being rested because I know that if I'm not well-rested, I'm more likely to hit that snooze alarm or to just turn the alarm clock off and tell myself I'm going to get that extra hour of sleep. And also, when I'm tired, I don't make you know, good decisions or yeah. the same decisions I make when I, I have am well rested. And, you know, when I feel good and rested, I it's much easier to stay on my, my plan than it is when I'm tired and I just want some sort of comfort to ease, you know, whatever the tiredness is going on. Well, and whether it's alcohol or sleep, there is, it's not just the day that it affects, it's the domino effect it has. So you stay up late, so you sleep in late, so you don't prep your morning food, you grab a, a donut instead of making your own breakfast, you end up getting fast food for lunch, then you feel logy, then you get takeout the next day. And I mean, and that happened all the time. So it's never just about the one day. It's the habits of the next day and the next that are then impacted. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> All right. So do you want to read your next one? Uh, Sure. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's weight loss, nor gym gain. <laughs> Thou may derive inspiration from podcast, neighbor, or Instagrammer, Ooh. or even a tome. Uh, that's that's a fancy word for a book. Uh, book. <laughs> People still use those. Uh, thou shall be struck down if ye bellow. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry, but thou shalt be struck if down if ye bellow must be nice. <laughs> there, I don't know. We can see how that goes, but yeah, don't do it if uh, if you are. I, I like how like Borat made an appo- made an appearance there at the end. Of oh that yeah, no, he yeah. is he is forever. He is from the beginning of time. Yeah. Uh, but when we looketh over the fence at what other people are doing, if we are feeling. Uh, threatened or overwhelmed or must be nice about someone else, it might be a good time to not follow them on Instagram. Follow someone who is above, just above you, like, oh, they've they've lost 10 pounds. What are they up to? Hey, yeah. let's go there. But if it's somebody, you know, if you're just starting your own business and you're looking to Jeff Bezos for as your low-key inspo for, right, uh, right. For, for making money, maybe that is too big of a jump. Uh, so don't worry about what other people are doing. Worry about yourself. Yeah. And I think another part of this is I used to always look at at thin people and think, well, I wish I had it as easy as they have it. And, you know, you don't really know how much work somebody is putting into something or, or how hard it is or what they're going through. And, you know, maybe, maybe that person does have it easy, but they've got other parts of their life that, that are not easy. And it, it is, it's a difficult thing to do to not look at other people and be jealous, but it really isn't helpful upon your, you know, personal journey to, you know, to just sort of say, well, I wish I could just be that person. And, and rather than working on yourself. Amen. Okay, so uh, my next one is, Thou shalt honor thy boundaries and maketh them known. Thou shalt not over-volunteer, nor oh. accepteth every social invitation, nor taketh upon thine self the weighteth of thine world. Amen. I like that one. I did not put that one. I thought about it, but I couldn't figure out how to say it. So I'm glad you said it. It is so true. I had no idea that boundaries were a problem for me because without boundaries, I found myself emotionally eating. And I thought emotionally eating was just like what you do. It's when you grow up, you you buy a house, you get a car, you yeah. have a kid and a half, and you also emotionally eat about all the things. Uh, but saying no it puts you on track. If you reverse it, no is on. Yeah. And, and I don't know what that you know, means. <laughs> I mean, Catherine basically just said it all. But, you know, I, I would I would stretch myself too thin and then I would just think I was the biggest victim in the world. But I realizing that I was doing it to myself largely was a big part of and actually, you know, big part of achieving uh, weight loss goals and success. And actually, you know, standing up for myself and asserting my boundaries and telling my friends, no, I don't want to do that, um, you know, which is not the same as as avoiding um, going out because you don't want the calories. But, you know, I am somebody uh, I consider myself an introvert and, you know, hanging out with other people really drains me. And, you know, in order to fulfill myself after feeling drained, then I would indulge in a bunch of calories to make myself feel better. And, yeah. And that never worked out for me. No, for sure. And it is it has been such a huge part of my process that I didn't even know that I needed. So working on those boundaries, we've got a few episodes on boundaries, uh, Dog the Boundary Hunter. <laughs> oh, yeah. And some other Bow Wow Wow or something like boundaries. I can't remember yeah, the other I don't one. Know. Don't we, put we it have, in the notes. We have, uh, we have a bunch of uh, boundaries episodes, which I will uh, I'll link to at least a couple of them. Excellent. Do you have another one? I do. Uh, so... Thou shalt not concern thyself with not losing weight quickly enough, and therefore abandon thine pursuit entirely. 
As it is true for both the tortoise in the pond and the hare in the field, and duringeth their fabled competition, it is slow and steady that winneth the race. Nice. Yeah, and I, and I think that I see this a lot on uh, I I am a member of the the Lose It group on Reddit. Um, I see this a lot. People will post, you know. I've been doing this for two months and I've only lost five pounds and I'm like getting so discouraged. I'm ready to give up. And and it's just, you've lost five pounds. Like what, what's the alternative and what does giving up look like to you? Like if you give up, you're going to gain the five back and more like, is that, is that really productive? What, what's better losing five pounds in two months or even losing one pound in a month? Would you rather lose a pound in a month and be down 12 pounds by the end of the year and, and, you know, 60 pounds in five years, or would you rather, you know, just keep gaining weight or stay where you are? And it's really hard because because people think that, well, I need to get to my goal weight and then I'll be done. But as as we said before, there is no finish line and and you really need to figure out a way to um, to make your lifestyle and identify as a fit person and become a fit person to really make this work for the long term. Well, and I think too, I, you know, I've said it before, I tried to lose 100 pounds in six months for 20 years, like over and over and over again, I kept trying to like hit my head against the same rock, thinking it would turn into macaroni. I don't know. That's not no. He stuck a feather in his hat and called it macaroni. I yes. don't know why. I'm yeah, not no. good at He hit stuff. his head on rocks. He called that macaroni. He called <laughs> he pushed it up a hill. Yeah, he pushed the rock up the hill. And, and it turned into macaroni. Also macaroni. <laughs> uh, turns out everything really just turns into macaroni. It does. <laughs> and none of those stories were from the Bible. No, but that's okay. <laughs> I should have paid more attention during uh, nap reading time in kindergarten. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it. I tried to do it quickly over and over and over again, and then when I finally said, "What if I just kept moving forward in a way that didn't feel too stressful?" and uh, that's what happened, and that's where I am. So nice job. Thank you very much. Is okay, it- so uh, it is your turn. Okay. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thine motives, for what poison thou whispereth in thine ear becometh thine <laughs> truth, though we all know you are a lying liar who lies. Uh, invoking loopholes makes you the victim instead of the champion of your choices. Oops, I can't believe there's oh dough goodness. left over from the cookie thing. Oh, I can't believe that I came to the you know grocery store in March and there were Girl Scout cookies outside. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that I'm hungry and I went out for the day and I guess I need to get a whole Costco pizza to eat in the car. Well, and I've just had such a hard day. I des- oh. I deserve this giant ice cream sundae. Like, oh my goodness, that... You know, that person honked their horn at me. I'm so upset. I really need to stop for fast food to make myself feel better because I deserve about this. And I wouldn't even necessarily like consciously realize I was trying to make myself feel better. I would just, you know, make up an excuse to to eat the food because I wanted the food. Well, and to and not to get a science I'm not going to bring science into Whoa, this, but here we go. That's not what this When we feel negative emotions and we have uh, humors that are negative, uh, humors are still a thing, right? That's sure. What the yeah, I don't science know. community does. Yeah. When we feel bad, <laughs> we want to feel good. And food uh, gives us like dopamine and happy hormones. Yeah, and it, it is a it is a quick fix, but it is uh, a quick way to H-E double hockey sticks also. Uh, so don't do it. Yes, indeed. 
Okay, so you don't have to rewind the episode. I'm going to say it one more time. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thine motives. When Again, when we lie to ourselves, that becomes our truth. Get honest. I want to eat this because I don't want to deal with my feelings. I want to eat this because it tastes good. I want to eat this because I know what I'm doing, and this happens every single Saturday, and I'm repeating habits because I don't feel like coming up with a better solution. Even just being truthful about it instead of lying about your motives matters. And that is what I'm saying. Absolutely. And that is a great point. Okay. So my next one, um, and look, I realize that some of these overlap in theme, but uh, my next one is, thou shalt not attempteth perfection and be discouraged when such perfection proveth to be out of reach. Thou shalt adopteth the long view and realizeth that consistency is more importanteth than perfection. <laughs> nice. I wonder, I think at this point, if, if you're listening, everybody, why don't you go uh, press pause for a second, uh, go get a drink, come back. I know there's a lot of ifs uh, that we're, <laughs> we're doing here. We get it. We're, we're, we're getting through this, everybody. Lots of thous and thines. And, yeah, yeah. So I wish we knew more words, but we don't. So here we go. But that is a great point, Donald. And I think that I'm uh, repeating myself from earlier in the podcast. But again, um, that I, I think that people feel like if they can't do the perfect solution that they should do nothing at all. And I think the other thing is what I used to do over and over again is I would stick to a plan for two weeks or a month even or however long. And then I would have one bad day in air quotes and think that I was broken and think that I was never going to get it. And then I would just stop entirely and then dig myself back deeper and deeper and deeper. And obviously one bad day does not make the whole journey and it's not worth giving up entirely over over one indulgent day. Well, and perfection is procrastination. We want to wait for these perfect circumstances that have like never happened. Or maybe you had like one day in the entire world where everything went your way, but that's just, that's an exception. That's an outlier. It is not the standard. And learning how to do the work through conflict, through setbacks is what it's really about. Because if you lose in a perfect bubble yeah. and then expose yourself and, and release uh, unto the actual world and you don't know how to cope with changes in the real world, then you're just going to regain. So, uh, so don't do it. Absolutely. All right. What you got next? Okay. My next one is, thou shalt not set a deadline upon which to loseth thine weight. Nice. Nor shall thou take extreme measures to lose 10 pounds by thine class reunion yeah. or thine cousin's wedding. For surely this will lead to the reappearance of said weight and more misery in thine heart. That is super true. We often confuse the goal with, uh, with an actual plan. Like, it's not enough to just say, okay, I'm going to lose 20 pounds by July. Right. If I lose a pound a week, then I'll have it. Focus on the habits and the behaviors that that person who has lost the weight would do. Well, and I think, too, you know, the other thing people do is they, they go and they do these, like, super crash diets where, you know, they'll wire their jaw shut or – or, you know, they they fast for a few days and they only drink juice or whatever. And and ultimately, you know, that might, you know, cause you to lose a few pounds in the short term, but it's not a, a recipe for long term success. And as soon as you start, you know, eating like a normal human again, 
that weight comes roaring back. It sure does. And we have done it enough times to tell you that it does not work. Absolutely. All right. So uh, why don't you read your last one? And then I will, uh, assuming that yours does not overlap with mine, I will read my final two. Okay. And uh, and and we will have our 47 Walt magnets. <laughs> <laughs> they're, very, they're on very light paper. They're on papyrus, not on tablets. Yeah, no, we did, so not, easy we did not engrave them in stone tablets this time. No, we didn't. So, okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Yay. Though I walk through the valley of the Isle of Costco. <laughs> I will take no free sample. I will fear no weight gain, for thy policies are with me. Thy tracker and thy pre-planned snack, they comfort me. So, Oh, don't... man, that is so good. Thanks. Uh, I tried. I, I love that. Thanks. Uh, but it's that, like, just have some policies in place. I don't take free snacks. We are grown-ups. We are not little babies who don't have jobs. Yeah. Uh, like literal babies, like Muppet babies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are Muppet babies literal babies? <laughs> but like, don't see free food as free. Nothing free is actually free. You pay a giant caloric price for those bites, licks, and tastes that you did not plan for. We did an episode called 365 Surprises. If you act like every calorie is a surprise, every treat in the office is a surprise, if uh, Jeff from Research and Development, see, I usually go with uh, accounting, Yeah, yeah. but uh, R&D is also a very reliable job that you can have. Jeff in Research and Development's always bringing in <laughs> his home-baked treats, too, and you always feel guilty if you don't take them. Yeah, um, so research and develop new habits, such as and including bringing a snack with you, eating before you go, deciding that you're going to get something small like a, a Happy Meal on the way home. We have many episodes that cover all of the different ways that you can be a champion of your choices. But I don't bother with decision fatigue because I've already made the decision that I do not snacketh upon the free snacks at Costco or Sam's Club or whatever big box store uh, you are around. Yeah, and that actually ties into to one of mine. Ooh, but nice. I'm gonna, okay. I'm going to save it for for last cuz cuz I think it's funnier the way I wrote it. Okay. <laughs> funnier than the way I wrote it or no, no, funny? No, okay. No, I think I think my second one is funnier than the first one, so I want to save it for the end. Okay. Okay, so the first one is Thou shalt pumpeth up thine volume, <laughs> be it by adding the low-calorie vegetable from the field or the low-calorie fruit from the tree, knoweth that doing so will increase thine satiety and aid thine self in achieving thine calorie goals. Satiety is piety. There yes. we go. Yeah. Nice. And I don't actually know if the word satiety was around during biblical times, but uh, anyway, uh, here we are. But uh, But either way... We know that we can pump, pump up, up the, the volume. volume. Hey, uh, we did that pretty well this yay. time. Yeah, it only good. took five years. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. Yeah, so, you know, we've we've done uh, several episodes about uh, pumping up the volume, and which is essentially adding low-calorie foods to your diet that you can eat a lot of and, and make yourself more full. You know, things that you enjoy. Like for me, I eat a lot of, uh, a lot of watermelon and pineapple and apple slices and berries. 
and uh, and then sauteed other things like mushrooms sauteed and mushrooms onions. and onions and cauliflower. Like I can eat a lot of those things for very uh, few calories, and it really helps me uh, stay full and not be as hungry throughout the day. Would you say that you get your bangeth for your bucket? <laughs> I a hundred percent would say that I get my bangeth for my bucket. <laughs> ridiculous. The good news, everybody. I think we're on the home stretch. In the home stretch, I think Donald is about to give his last one. I am. Ah, oh, here we go. I'm looking forward to it just as much as you, dear listener. My Walter. last one. I'm almost sad that Aww. that it's over. Okay, let's go. Um, okay, so my my final uh, Walt Manment is: Thou shalt not allow surprises to derail one's progress, and leadeth thou to give up on thine goals. Letteth not thine co-worker's birthday cake, <laughs> nor thine old friend's surprise visit, nor a holy Whoa, day more. on the calendar, <laughs> a.k.a. a holiday, leadeth thee to throw up thine hands and declare that thine are broken and incapable of change. Thou shalt be mindful that one indulgent day or one indulgent meal is simply a moment in a lifetime of moments. In a lifetime of moments. Wow, that is some Hallmark stuff there. It's almost, Hallmark? Like, it's, it's almost like the Ten Commandments were like original Twitter. Couldn't you just have like a certain number of characters? Yeah. But now, because we write everything on papyrus, we can our commandments can be as longeth as we wanteth them to be. But that is a great one to end on. I like it. Thank you very much. And as Catherine mentioned earlier, we've done episodes about not being surprised by everything and, and instead having policies in place. Uh, and and so that when when that coworker's birthday happens that you don't just give in to the moment and you have that cake if it's not if it's not planned to be part of your indulgent day that day then you you know you might politely take a piece of cake push it around on your plate and then chuck it when nobody's looking yeah, or chuck it or you know you have a surprise, whatever, like, you know, you have a rule. I don't eat the food in the kitchen at work. I don't, you know, I don't have on, you know, planned treats, you know, things like that. And, and you, you design your life and you plan and you have policies and you prepare for, for what is coming so that you're ready during all of these situations. And that like everything in your life's not a surprise that causes you to spiral into overeating. Well, and two, I, uh, in Walt Place, we only look thin place. We do some habit trackers and they're not meant to get a streak of, you know, perfect 30 days, but they're meant to see patterns. And for me, I had a pattern of overeating on weekends over and over and over. And literally for the first eight weeks of the 10 week tracker, maybe a little bit less, every weekend I was going over and it was like, all right, I'll do better next weekend. And again, that's not a plan. But finally, last weekend, I came up with a new strategy and wouldn't you know, it actually worked. So really paying attention to your choices and like seeing, oh, surprise, another seven days are coming. Surprise, another Saturday's on the way. Like it matters to stick with it. And it, it, I mean, how long have we been doing this? And it took me until literally last weekend to be like, oh, I just figured out a new way to do this. Yeah. So I love learning new things. I love seeing things in new ways and hearing things in different ways. And that is why we have uh, presented uh, these 
Walt commandments, however many there are. If anyone out there is willing to write them all down, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> let us know. We would appreciate uh, if somebody would count them and uh, and let us know. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you've uh, enjoyed these Walt Mammoths, if you got have gotten something out of them, we have uh, uh, almost 275 episodes of this show that you can go listen to. Uh, there is plenty of uh, whiz-bang advice in there. Uh, and you can find them wherever you found this podcast and also anytime on our website at weonlylookthin.com. Yep, and if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click on that link for Join Our Support Group. To find out more about Walt Place, We Only Look Thin Place, is our Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a place for Zoom meetings, habit trackers, support, accountability, and really showing up just as you are while you're working on yourself. We have two subscription options, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Walt Place is right for you. So check it out. Also, if you'd like to interact with us in other ways, you can find us on social media at We Only Look Thin on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Or you can send us an email to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. We enjoy getting episode suggestions. We enjoy questions. We also like compliments. So if you'd just like to say hello, send us an email. We've taken many listener emails and turned them into episodes of this show. So uh, go ahead and say hi. Yep. And if you have an extra minute and can head over to Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review. Not only does it let us know that what we're doing is making a difference, but it also helps others find our podcast when they are looking for inspirational, comical weight loss, question mark? With sort of pseudo-biblical Maybe, yeah, references like and lots implications. Of, yeah. Lots of meta-tagging there. Um, but it really uh, lets us know that we're doing something that matters. Uh, so head on over there. Yeah, that really helps us out. And another thing that really helps us out is if you just tell somebody about the show. Uh, if you uh, are in a conversation and it comes up and you know somebody uh, who might get something out of it, if you could recommend uh, our podcast, we would be grateful. Or if you're uh, in an online group, a Discord server, a Reddit group, I mentioned Lose It earlier, uh, or um, a Facebook group, something like that, and you, uh, you know, it comes up, bring up the show, it really helps us out. It's one of the best ways uh, to help the show grow, and we would be grateful. Yep. So if you're just about to head out to your local CVS pharmacy and look for Beelzebub's Robitussin, <laughs> just remember that Donald and I are... An inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.